0: Medical information obtained from our website or the live show is not intended to be a substitute for personal care. If you have or you suspect you might have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of this radio show or their sponsors. And we've been sitting around the table, drinking job about the cup. You know what? My lady wants me home. But when is this done? I can't get up.
1: Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman, the body guru. I'm your host, Robin Pop. Jeremy has 20 years experience as a certified sports therapist and helping people with pain management and nutrition. He owns and operates Total Fit and Rehab in Century City, California. Glad you're here, Jeremy.
2: Thanks, Robin. Glad to be here. We've got a fantastic show today. Uh, We're going to talk about lots of great topics. We're going to have a special guest, Clarissa Hughes, talking about some stress and how we can relieve that and how she works with her clients. We're going to talk about Knox gelatin, one of the hidden things that a lot of people don't know about. And we're also going to talk about a stretch for people that have back pain and sciatica issues. So it's really going to be a great show. I'm excited.
1: I can tell. And me too. I can't wait to hear all this stuff because um, I, I like Jello and I need to stretch. So we're good. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. And I forgot. Oh, gosh. One more important thing. We're going to talk about, which I know you're going to love, is we're going to talk about farmer's markets and what we need to know and what we can educate our listeners about and what they should know about the products at farmer's markets.
1: Ooh. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, let's, let's start with our guest this morning. Let's this do
3: afternoon.
1: it. Yes. We have let's Clarissa br- Hughes, and she is actually in Sweden, and she works with people uh, with stress and how you doing, Clar- Clarissa? Are you here? Yeah.
4: Hi, Robin. Hi, Jeremy. I'm here. Hi, Clarissa. I'm Carissa. so happy to be on this show. We're so glad we- you're here with us today. I know
1: Jeremy's got lots of questions for you.
2: Oh, boy. I'm excited. I'm excited. Clarissa, welcome to the show. And I wanted to talk to you about... What you do, but also how you work with your clients both on environmental spaces and also personal spaces, you know, and what you recommend for your clients that are dealing with overwhelming situations, stress and anxiety.
4: Yeah, well, thank you so much, Jeremy. Um, Yeah. So as you mentioned, I work with people with stress and with pain. I'm a mindfulness coach. And I help people through teaching them about the habits they have that they're not aware of, how they can change those and how they can also learn to love themselves so that Mm -hmm. they realize that they're not their thoughts and that they can be just that little bit kinder and more caring and make different choices about a variety of things in their life and that right, way they right. have less stress.
2: That's great. And, and my question is, you know, how do we incorporate all of these, you know, as we spoke earlier, which I was really amazed about, Rob, and this is really, really cool, is that we go through 17,000 thoughts a day.
3: Oh my so goodness. When,
2: we, when we have these you know, few stresses and thoughts in our lives. How do the heck do our brains really incorporate these? And what are some of the simple things and tricks that you can share with us that may help some of our listeners or even myself and even Robin with managing these things that slip into our minds?
4: You know, a lot of a lot of our stress comes from negative thinking. And and that is a big part. We've got a lot of thoughts and they're often very negative. And so, partly what I work with my clients is to begin to realize that a a thought is just a thought. It's um, not a fact. You know, I say to people like this one, I've got a lot of emails. Yep, that's a fact. I'll never be able to read all of those emails. Well, that's mm-hmm. just a thought, isn't it? That's not real. That's your you thinking. But when you do that, you feel really stressed because you've had you've got wrapped up in this thought and it's become negative. And of course, you know, we're negative because it's part of our evolutionary process. And we can't have shifting up. Well, yeah, we're gonna survive, aren't we? You know, but the trouble right, is, right. you know, the, the great body mechanism that worked when we were stone age man running from a saber-toothed tiger doesn't yeah. quite work that well when we're, um, we're modern men and we're furious about somebody who cut you up on the, on the highway. You know, it's not right. great, is it? And, and, and so we've got to change that.
2: And, and it's almost like, you know, for me, you know, like uh, the anticipation of a phone call, right, and having a conversation. It's that fight-or-flight type mm-hmm. environment that really comes and is a stimulus in your brain and in your body in it's so uncomfortable and I know that we've all experienced that
4: yeah we all experience and we experience it all the time every single day and if we're not aware of it that's when it becomes a habit and we're always feeling negative you know we go yes but or we feel judgmental about people and a lot of what I teach people is obviously We're learning to become more aware of our thoughts through meditation. and We're letting them be there. We stop resisting the things we don't like in life. We learn to accept them. And then we let room for the positive to come in, the good stuff to come in. And so little things. You know, some of the people I work with are very stressed or they're very poorly. They've got a lot of bad illnesses or chronic pain. And for them, it might just be that the sun shone through their window, but it's still a positive event. And if we can teach people to do that, you know, then we're beginning to look for the positive. And our brains, like we said earlier in the other show, they're pretty smart. They learn. So if you look for Mm. the positive, guess what's going to happen? You find more of Yeah, you get the
2: positive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Robin, you know, it's, God, it's complicated stuff.
1: Yeah, I think I totally agree with training your brain to think positively. I you know, I'm i, I uh, I've just listening and recognizing some negative things <laughs> I've fallen into, um, oh, no. <laughs> especially, you know, with, with things that, you know, deadlines and, you know, travel yeah. and those kind of things just kind of mm-hmm. creep up and get under my skin. And, and uh, I find myself, like you said, just uh, thinking negatively, I'm for, going to forget something, I'm going to you know, I'm not going right. to have what I need when I go, or I'm going to miss my deadline, or all those things just keep creeping in, and uh, I totally agree. I need to change that big time. We're going to have to go to a break here in just a minute, and uh, hopefully, Clarissa, you'll be able to hang with us during the break and come right on back because uh, I want to hear some more. And uh, <laughs> this is Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman and Robin Pop, and we will be right back. Everybody, welcome back. This is Body Talk Live with Robin Pop and Jeremy Gateman, and we have a special guest with us. This is Clarissa Hughes. She specializes in working with people with stress and issues like that that affect their lives. Clarissa, I can't wait to hear more. Thank you.
2: Yes, you are so welcome. And, you know, I wanted to get a little bit more clarification as we were talking earlier on the other show, and I wanted to find out what does space really mean. When when we talk about space and we talk about mindfulness, what does space really represent?
4: Sometimes that's just a moment when we pause. You know, one mm. of the sayings that you know I I talk about, and the group that I'm associated with is we say things like "take a break before you break." Or if in mm. doubt, breathe out. You know, that's creating a bit of personal space when you're really busy. You know, a lot of people, yeah. you know, we probably know that all ourselves. We run one meeting after the other. When I worked in corporate life, I spent, you know, nine to five in the meeting. And so we've yeah. got to learn to make a bit of space and we can stop, you know, breathe for a minute or get up off our desks every half an hour and have a stretch, you know, that's that's making a bit of space between right. all the stuff we have to do, and it helps us to kind of settle back in, be grounded, mm-hmm. be in the present moment. And that really helps people with their stress and, yeah. and their anxiety. They just kind of come back yeah. and go, I'm actually still here, I'm, you know, I'm okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can take we can take that breath, and it's great. You know, and you had said about, you know, I'm big on movement, and that's a lot of what we talk about on Body Talk Live is the body and, and how we can improve it, and getting up, you know, from your desk, whether that's at an office space or it's at home, and taking a minute to move your body because it really does represent – movement does represent increasing certain things in the body, and one of them is endorphins. And when mm. you do increase – endorphins in the body right it's almost as if we've talked about in our past show we've talked about little things that tickle the brain and sometimes that little thing can switch something on to get your mind to change into something a little bit more positive instead of what you're worrying about and all those negative thoughts would you guys agree what do you think robin
4: i totally agree i totally
2: yeah yeah me too you think
3: Yeah, I think that's
4: so important. And I think, you know, it it doesn't have to be big stuff. You know, those little side stretches or you know, stretching up, touch the sky or whatever, you know. And it's not always easy when we sit in an office and there's a heap of other people in that open plan space. We can't, you know, we can't go and do downward dog because people might think you were oh. really weird. But but yeah, you can exactly. stretch, you can put your arms behind your back or you can, you know, give yourself a hug or stand up and, and just stretch up. No one thinks you're strange, but you're doing something that's really good for you Absolutely. in that moment. Or you
2: know what? What would be cool is, yes, they do think you're a little strange. That would be cool. And then they're all following you and doing the same thing.
4: <laughs> yeah, even better. That's the best one. get the whole exactly. office doing that. <laughs>
2: that would be cool. That would be cool. And, <clears throat> you know, I'm always interested in our environment. And I think our environment plays such a big role on how we handle ourselves and how we look at things and how we respond to specific things. And for me, you know, activity is really important. You know, Robin and I talk about this a lot about movement and how to get people out of pain and talk about nutrition. And it really is many, many studies definitely show that as you, a professional that is dealing with people in helping them manage stress through many different wonderful ways, meditation, and movement these are true facts that really help people get through their stressful times
4: absolutely true I think that is a huge part and managing the kind managing your physical space and the people in that space is also really really important and managing the energy that you've got in that space
3: is yeah, so
4: yeah. critical i mean we all know what it's like to be an energy vampire we've all met those people or we've been in those situations and one of the things that really teach my clients is you need to really know what those are and get them out of your life because they suck yeah. a lot of energy and stress you out but then there's a lot of other negative things that come into your environmental space that you mm-hmm. know don't seem so bad on the surface
3: yeah people
4: who gossip people who gossip have you think how horrible and and they kind of drain your energy Mm -hmm. even social media (laughs) and net and netflix they can do a bit of that as well you know they're cool in small doses but if you spend the whole week or whole weekend on the couch watching movie after movie after movie That kind of drains your energy, and it and it sets the stress in the body. So those things we want to take control of. We want to know what we're doing there and minimize those. And then we want as much positive energy as we can in our environment, whether that's people, plants, colors, whatever it is. We want to bring that into our space because that makes us feel so fantastic.
2: I agree. And I know we're going to have to take a break here. And I I really wanted to thank you for being on the show. And, you know, a lot of the times Robin and I, Robin's a a painter and an artist. And when I was uh, talking with you this morning, Clarissa, we talked about, you know, a portrait. And it's really important that people, for me, you know, your body is a portrait, you know, and you can paint so many different pictures and it can respond in so many different ways. And it's the same thing with our minds.
4: Absolutely, it, you're, you're spot on there, Jeremy. Yeah, and great to know. Robin's a painter. I love painting. It's Ooh, great. It's yes. a great therapy. It's a great therapy for people who are stressed.
1: It is. It is. It's uh, been and it's been proven to help with recovery too.
4: Sure has.
2: Yes. Yes. Well, guys, we're going to go to a break. Clarissa, I cannot wait to have you on the show again. I, I want to thank you. For being on the show. Will you do me a favor? I know you're in Sweden, but will you share with our listeners on how they can get a hold of you?
4: I sure will. They can get a hold of me through my website, which is the littlebreathingspace.com, or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm also there as the littlebreathingspace.com. Love Thank it. you, Jeremy. Love it. Thank you, Robin. i you, had Clarissa. a great time being I- a guest. Awesome. Thanks, I thanks so for coming. Appreciate-
2: You bet, guys. All right, well, we're going to be right back with Robin and Jeremy with Body Talk
3: Live.
1: Talk live with Robin Pop and Jeremy Gateman. We had a wonderful guest with us just a minute ago. I'm so glad she could join us.
2: That was really interesting. Clarissa Hughes, I think, really gave us some really interesting information. I hope that our listeners really enjoyed all of the information on little tricks and things that they can do to help manage their stresses. I mean, you and I talk about this. In fact, we talked about it this morning, uh, I've got a small, stressful situation that's getting to me a little bit, and hopefully it'll be resolved later on this afternoon. And I'm just too mindful of it, just mm-hmm. giving it too much energy, too much power.
3: Mm-hmm. And I
2: think it's a learning process for me on not giving these situations as much power because event, it's going to be fine, and it's going to work itself out. And I know that we spoke earlier this morning that some of your stresses are worrying about deadlines, you know, whether you're traveling or whether you've got a work deadline. I get it.
1: Yeah. Well, and who goes through life without these things? We all have these things. So it, it helps to yeah. get some some tools in our toolbox and like be able to calm ourselves down a little bit. <laughs> Take it down a notch. That's I get it. Helpful. I get it. I yeah.
2: Are you ready to ramp things up here and talk about a little bit of gelatin?
1: I want to hear the wiggle.
2: Oh, my God. It's going to shake and shimmer. It's
1: awesome <laughs> stuff.
2: So I want to chat first about what Knox gelatin is. Okay. And then I want to get quickly into a personal story before we get into a little bit more about Knox gelatin. Number one, Knox gelatin is bovine cartilage. And it contains collagen, a mineral that makes up cartilage in our bodies and in Mm -hmm. our bones. And I want to give a quick personal story because I think this will be really informative for our listeners. And back in 1995, I experienced quite a roller coaster. And I was exercising and I was training for a bodybuilding show that was back in 1996. And I was in Wisconsin and I was training with my training partner And we were doing this specific exercise, and I felt a little bit of discomfort in my back. Mm. Well, that little discomfort in my back turned into a really big situation to where I herniated a disc, and it was irritating. It was irritating some nerves, and I had horrendous leg pain. And I had talked to a friend of mine who was a chiropractor, and I also had a great friend who, very interestingly enough, was a manager at GNC, General Nutrition Store.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: she suggested, hey, I just read a huge article. Why don't you read this? Do your own research. But I suggest you taking this. And I thought, oh, my God, you know, Knox Gelatin, this is kind of crazy. This is what our grandmothers used it's to like use to make. old school. Old school. Anyway, I started taking it one packet a day, and I would do it in about, I don't know, Four to six ounces of cranberry juice, but I would warm up the cranberry juice because if you mix the Knox gelatin in a cold substance, it's going to get really thick and it's gross.
3: It's so, not melt. And if be- yeah.
2: yeah. So I wanted to melt it and I'll tell you within probably about two weeks. I really started to find that my inflammation and discomforts were really minimizing. And I wasn't doing anything else.
3: Mm. I wasn't
2: taking any other painkillers. I wasn't taking any other anti-inflammatories. Just this with my other exercises that I was doing with physical therapy.
3: Mm-hmm. So it was
2: really fantastic. And I've been use, <clears throat> excuse me, using it ever since and recommending it. I never tell my clients what to do. I always recommend this. hmm And it's really cool. And so gelatin and NOx gelatin, it has two amino acids. And these two amino acids are glycine and L-arginine. And these are two amino acids that help to support the connective tissues in our bodies. And what gelatin does is it really helps to support the joints, right? Usually there's inflammation in the joint. So there's actual proven studies. Okay. That have showed tissue inflammation and joint inflammation decreases with the use of Nox gelatin.
1: So super cool. Even, yes. e- even our grandmothers knew uh, yes. what, what would be really helpful for somebody who has some some pain in their joints.
2: You know, I love I think it's definitely most important, number one, to find out where this pain is coming from. You know, mm-hmm. is this person experiencing knee pain uh, they experiencing shoulder pain? Is it coming from the back? And to have a doctor's look at it first to make sure that there's nothing else going on. Yeah. I love, you know, I've suggested this to other parts of my family. I really find this as a simple, more organic way of treating and minimizing your discomforts and your pain. And also it really helps with inflammation in the body. One of the most important things, that I noticed and that I do, and I actually still use this, not as often as I usually do, but I still do, is I take it 30 minutes before a meal. So I usually do it in the morning before my breakfast. And the information that I found, you know, I started noticing uh, improvements within two weeks. Most people seem to be around that eight-week period of time to where they start to feel the effects of wow, I'm really starting to feel better.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, natural things usually do take a little while. It's not that take this pill and everything's fine. Natural remedies right. are better in the long run, but you're gonna it's gonna take a little while to get things in motion and start rebuilding, you know, the things right. the benefits that you're intaking.
2: Exactly, and you know, I think you and I have had a lot of conversations, and I think we're both on the same page of really trying to eat well and try to do things and incorporate things in our bodies that are healthier for us versus things out there that are toxic. Now, if it's a mandatory thing and you really got to do this, absolutely. You got to listen to your doctors and do what's best. That's most important. Right. For me, you know, if I have to do something that my doctors recommend, of course, I'm going to do it. But I'd rather do something that is a little bit more organic and less toxic and less hard for my body to break down.
1: And the other side of this is there's no harmful side effects to gelatin.
2: There is no harmful side effects. There are no written studies that show if someone is taking a medication that there's any adverse reactions. The only thing that I've heard from my clients that I've not experienced is that they may feel a little bit constipated because it's Mm -hmm. definitely got fiber in it, So fiber, not necessarily does fiber help you move your bowels, but it also sometimes can sort of block things up a little bit as well, depending Mm -hmm. upon your digestive system.
1: Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, we're headed into a break here in a few minutes. Oh, no, another one? I know, it just wouldn't be (laughs) good. But I did want you to give some contact information before we take a break.
2: Okay, you got it. How
1: can people get a hold of you?
2: They can get a hold of me through easiest, which I love because I love to talk to people, is through my cell phone. So that's 310-994-9477. They can also email me at totalfitandrehab at gmail.com.
1: All right. And you love to talk to people about what's going on I, in their bodies.
3: I do. Yep, I do. That's what you do. So I do. So we're going to
1: head into a break, and we'll be right back with body talk live with jeremy gateman and robin pop and when we come back we're going to talk about an exercise that you can do for some lower back pain Robin Pop and Jeremy Gateman, and I have been talking about body stuff with Nox Gelatin, of all things, and how that can help your, your joints, and uh, he's had a wonderful turnaround for his back and lower back pain, but I know, Jeremy, you've yep, got an exercise yep. to help with that, too.
2: Absolutely. This is really cool, and this has been around for a long time, and it's a stretch to help back pain and a lot of sufferers out there with sciatica pain, a really common thing that I see in my practice. And it's also a super common thing that people experience on a daily basis that we actually don't hear about. And one of the main causes of sciatica pain is a muscle deep in our glutes, our butt muscles. (laughs) And that muscle, I'm telling you, it's crazy. But, But it's so true. This muscle is called the piriformis muscle. It's a deep gluteal muscle that can cause back and leg pain, and so when that gets tight and it's deep and sore in in those glutes, the piriformis muscle also changes the balance and strength that people feel. So when they feel like, gosh, I don't have my balance and I feel off balance and the strength Mm -hmm. is there, a lot of the times when we go and do assessments on clients with back injuries... We focus and look at this, and when we release it, it really sort of opens up those doors. It really increases circulation because a lot of the times that muscle really hinders that hip from moving, but it also takes away energy and strength,
1: mm. and it
2: changes the mechanics of the way the body reacts.
1: Interesting. It's all connected. It's-
2: it's all connected. And so it's really interesting. The paraforma stretch can be done a few different ways. And it also depends on the mobility and pain level that the person's experiencing. So someone that may not have a lot of mobility, maybe an older person, one of the great ways of doing this is as people normally do, they sit on their chairs, but the great thing is they can cross their leg, take your right leg over your left leg, almost like you're sitting Indian style. And what you want to do is you want to bring that knee towards the opposite shoulder. And when you and do this gently and when you start to feel that little stretch on that right glute right behind you in your buttock area, that's what you want to feel. And that's where you want to stop. Because remember, if you haven't gone through stretches and been active for a long time, you don't want to just go and crank and pull the knee towards the shoulder and mm. think more is better, because mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. The other way that people can do this with someone who has more mobility and levels of pain that may not be as intense is they can get on the floor and do this. And they can lay on their backs, and they can also get into the same position and cross their leg. In fact, they can look this up. In fact, it's called the piriformis stretch. Some let's of us sell, also call that. it, it's it. It's it.
1: Can but you they also, it? you're
2: going to like this. What's that?
1: I was wondering, could you spell it so people could look it up correctly? I know, Absolutely. I don't know how to spell it. Absolutely. <laughs>
3: yes.
2: So you spell paraformis P I R I F O R M I S. Great. Paraformis.
1: Paraformis, okay. And
2: so they can look that stretch up on the internet and it'll give them a few different ways of doing it. And as we technicians also call it, it's the pretzel stretch. Because you're putting yourself in tying like yourself up here almost like a pretzel,
1: mm-hmm. yep. which I is pretty cool. That, that would be uh, something you'd want to take slow.
2: Yes. Yes. You want to take this movement slow. You don't, again, I always, in my practice and doing things 20 years, and I've been asked many a times and asked questions by my clients, well, gosh, you know, I notice sometimes you do things a little bit slower. And I said, you're right, I do. I want to do things slower. Number one, your body has not been active in a long time. So getting you back into where you want to go and accomplishing your goals is sometimes better to take smaller steps than larger steps because if we go backwards, it's not a good thing and it makes it tougher for you and it also makes it tougher for me as a practitioner to be able to help you out and get you to where you want to be.
1: And if somebody puts themselves in so much pain the first time they stretch, they're not going to want to stretch again.
2: Right, but the interesting thing too is that I was going to mention, and thanks for bringing that up, is that you may feel that your body is a little bit sore, whether that's your glute, right side or left side, or you may feel that your back's a little bit sore. These are all very common things that your body's going to go through because remember, even though you have been an active person, your body's got some inflammation and tightness going on. So when you're going through that resistance of what your body doesn't want to go and do, Sometimes it's got some residual discomfort and soreness. That tissue is sore. Your back may be a little sore. Nothing to be afraid of. Make sure you monitor it. Make sure you watch it. But also a good thing to do when you're uh, affected by sciatica pain and back pain and you go through some of these stretches, ice yourself down. I'm a big proponent. I love to use ice in cooling the tissues down because it really helps the pain sensors. Those pain sensors are really going to lower when you calm them down. It's almost like when there's a brush fire Mm -hmm. and you just sort of turn on the sprinklers and there's just a little bit of water, you're going to help it along, but you're not going to put it out. But if you bring out the hose, you're going to put that fire out and you're going to maybe be able to accomplish what you want. You're going to saturate that,
4: and -hmm. that's
2: what you want to do. You want to saturate those muscles and tissues all at once and get them cool and calm.
1: Got it. I was just thinking just, of that. Ice, or I was wondering if you were going to go ice or heat. Uh, I guess the ice is better.
2: Ice, you know, again, sometimes depending upon the situation, sometimes people react better to heat.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Sometimes people react better to ice. And actually, there's a contrast, which we'll talk about on another show. So maybe we can talk about this next week. Is contrast, which means hot and cold or okay. cold and hot, to where you utilize your heating pad or whatever you use for heat, and you use your ice or whatever you may be using for the the cool, almost as tools to help the body flush toxins out. And there's a great way of doing it. There's a couple ways, and we'll talk about that maybe next week.
1: Very good. Very good. Well, we did have a follow-up. Maybe we can squeeze um, our question from Janie that we we covered last week. Maybe we can squeeze in some more of your response for her question. Um,
2: Let's do it. Yes.
1: Yep, Janie had, had asked uh, what type of protein powder would be good for weight loss, and you right. said you needed a little more information like her. I
2: did, I
3: did. Her,
1: yep, her, energy, her, her exercise level, which I found out was moderate. She walks okay. every day. Um, and then her dietary needs, which she is on a low-sugar diet. So what would okay. you recommend with those guidelines?
2: So I really, again, which we talked about last week on the differences in different types of proteins, you know, from a dairy-based protein to a vegetarian-based protein, Mm -hmm. I really like for people that really are watching their sugars and careful with that and that they have a moderate activity level, I'm really huge on the pea proteins because it's easy to digest, and as we get older, that's really important. And so I would really recommend that this person goes and gets – a pea protein-based protein powder,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that they start it really, really slowly. I really recommend doing a half a scoop, and I would probably do that either every other day or every, every other day, so every two days. Don't okay. do it every day because I think that sometimes it can be a little bit much and your body's not used to it specifically as we get older um, and you and I are not getting older, by the way. We're staying exactly no, the way no, we are. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: exactly right. Yes, we're right. Exactly. Um, right our
2: bodies become more sensitive.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So to be able to minimize those extra sensitivities, we take things and do them a little bit slower. Specifically, when we're ingesting things such as uh, a new product, like a protein powder.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, there you have it, Janie. I hope that helps with your question. And if anybody else has a question for Jeremy about uh, health-related stretching or nutrition or uh, pain management, uh, feel free. Give us a call. Uh, Jeremy's got a website with all that information on it, totalfitandrehab.com. And uh, we're going to head into a break right now. And when we get back, we're going to talk about farmer's markets. And what is important to know when you go to the farmer's market? Robin Pop. I'm the host of an exciting new health show called Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman, the body guru. You can find Jeremy at totalfitandrehab.com, and Jeremy has 20 years of experience in sports rehab and helping people with nutrition and getting out of pain and all sorts of questions. Join us for sometimes some energetic, some informative conversations, and sometimes a little silliness, too, as we hit some great topics and share some delicious, healthy recipes and answer some questions from our listeners. So I hope you can join us at Body Talk Live. You can find Jeremy at TotalFitAndRehab.com and join the fun. back this is body talk live jeremy and i have been talking about some good topics quite a range of topics we've had stress release, oh, we've talked about gelatin we've talked about stretching and now we're going to totally go in the other direction <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're going yeah we are we're going in the other direction and we are going in your direction
1: i know a little bit about farmers markets
2: You do. You do. I am so excited about this topic because as a father of a young son, we started when he was younger making his food, you know, whether it was sweet potatoes, potatoes and smashed peas. And I was really big on doing things organically and really making sure that the products that we were buying were true to their names, and sometimes we found out like, "Wow, that's really interesting. You know It says "organic." But yeah, it's really not organic, and there's some aspects of it that may be, but there's not a lot of answers that tell us that this product is 100 percent organic.
1: Exactly. Well, and it's so confusing, um, especially, you know, when, when you have a child, all of a sudden food becomes really important because you know you're responsible to put in some good stuff to that little little body, and you want to yeah. make it the best. So, you know, a lot of people, they get overwhelmed when they get out there, especially at a farmer's market, because where do you start? And, you know, right. as you know, uh, my husband and I go sell at the farmer's market every week. We sell chicken and right. rice. And um, But there's a lot of other uh, farmers around us in, in our area, in north central Florida, that produce yeah. wonderful vegetables, but they're not organic, and they're not certified organic. And I think that can be a confusing thing when you go to the farmer's market and you say, well, I just want organic. Well, you know, what? just because someone has the certification... You need right. to ask questions. I think that's the biggest thing, that, that people should not be afraid of going up to the person behind the counter or behind the little table and ask yeah. them, you know, where does this come from? Is it sprayed? Um, and you can look over the products and kind of see, is there a bug that has, you know, bitten one of these things? And, mm-hmm. you know, if it's mm-hmm. got a little hole in it or something, that's a good thing. That tells you that it's right. not coated in poison.
2: Right. It's fresh.
1: hmm Yeah, it's it's fresh fresh and and not coated in, you know, pesticides and things that would kill the bugs before they get to the plant.
2: Right, and it's so interesting, you know, uh, when we go to farmer's markets, and we don't go as often as I'd really like just due to time constraints, Mm -hmm. but communication I know is key. Um, When we go, I like to ask a lot of questions, and I know that that is a really informative thing, is the communication that you have with the person behind that product, and where did it come from? Are you the person that grew this? You know, Mm -hmm. do you work with the family? Where does this come from? Does, Does this come from, you know, a close by area? You know, asking questions is really important to finalize whether or not you want to bring this home.
1: Exactly, and you develop a relationship with your farmer's market people. You know, my customers are so. We are so close, and I know their kids, and I've, I've watched their kids grow up, and I, you know, I, we we talk about what they like, what they don't like, and you know, it's just this relationship of trust that develops when you go to the farmers yeah. market. You can really connect with the people that are producing what goes in your body and your family's bodies. It's amazing. Right,
2: and it's interesting too. On two things here, talking about farmer's markets and then markets real quick, you know, markets now have separate areas that they have used for organic products. All your organic fruits and your vegetables Mm -hmm. are together now. But it's interesting that when we go to farmer's markets, and I think you see this, is most of the time with a product that is being sold that is at a farmer's market, you can taste the stuff. It's right there in front of you. They'll give Mm -hmm. you samples. And I really suggest before bringing it home,
3: taste it.
1: Yeah. And you know what's amazing, Jeremy? The flavor that you get, not from just organic, but someone who has made their soil full of nutrients. When you get a farmer who's paying attention to their soil, the plants can only draw up what's in the soil. So if you get somebody who's composting and adding, you know, nutrients or deep bedding or they've really worked on their soil, and it's a labor of love because it's hard. It is hard to do that. Uh, But you can taste it. You can really Mm. taste when those vegetables are drawing up nutrients and those, those micronutrients that we miss a lot of times in our big farm, you know, the big, big guys. They, they right. use that because they're stripping their land. But if you get something from somebody, you know, they may have a very small one acre or less that they're producing food on, and they can really right. make that soil good.
2: Interesting. You know, I notice a couple of things that when we buy, and in, in our home is strictly organic, all our fruits, all our vegetables, all our meats, even our fish as much as possible, and I'm usually mm-hmm. the only one that eats fish, and... <laughs> You know, I I wish I could have, like, a pond in the backyard of, like, fresh fish, and I wouldn't have an issue. But Mm -hmm. I know that our fruits and vegetables don't last as long, which Mm -hmm. is a great sign because the things that are non-organic, that have the coatings, that have the protective uh, other, you know, sometimes the apples have the the, the waxes on there, and they have these coatings that don't allow things to penetrate, wow, they're going to last a little bit longer,
1: that's and right. I'd rather you don't have preservatives on them.
2: Right. I'd rather have something in my home that doesn't last as long, that I know that I'm putting into my body, I'm putting in my wife's body and my son's body, that is going to be better for us.
1: Well, and that's a good point why to go to a farmer's market, because they're picking it on Friday night so that you can have it on Saturday morning. So you do get more shelf life when it's only been picked the night before. You're not going through days of shipping. You're not having that lead time that it takes to get it presented to the public in the grocery store. It was picked last night, and you're getting it today. I mean, that's how fresh it is. So it does last a little longer.
2: It does. And it's, you know, really interesting. I've done uh, a lot of research on the Internet. You know, there's specific lists that the Internet and also people will share with you at Farmers Markets of products, that you want to buy organically mm-hmm. because of the outer coating or the way that it's grown so it has more of a filtration inside the actual fruit or vegetable. And then there's those, depending upon how they're grown, that you don't have to worry about it being organic.
1: Mm-hmm. Again,
2: for me, I do worry about that.
1: Well that's yeah, it just depends on where your price is what you're able to afford. You know, if you have to make those kind of choices, something that you would eat that you would not eat the peel of would be a better choice than something that you do eat the peel of. Uh, For example, a banana. You don't eat the banana peel. You peel it. Uh, So (laughs) It's okay. I mean, you know, if you have to be budget conscious, which a lot of us are, you can save your organic money for those things like blueberries and grapes and things that you're actually going to eat the peel. Or right. lettuce. Right. Lettuce and cabbage right. are very important because they fold in on themselves mm. when they're growing. So you don't want to fold in pesticides. It's better right. to get those leafy greens that are organic. And then if you have to buy the regular bananas, you know, you're taking off the peel. So that's something sure. to bear, bear in mind. When, and it's you have true,
2: as you were saying... When you buy organic things and when you do buy things from the farmers markets they are more expensive.
1: They are. And
2: they they are. And and I know that because I'm the one that does the shopping in our mm-hmm. home and for me budgeting is really important so we've budgeted other things to be able to make up the difference in spending this extra money for more of the organic better things for us.
1: Very good. Well, that's choices. We all have to make those choices. choices. And you know, if you but if at the same time, Jeremy, if you're not going to the convenience store and buying a candy bar and a soda those yep. are expensive too.
3: Sure. So sure. you can turn
1: around and turn those things into better choices. You know, healthier yes. choices. So yes. we are done. We are out of time. Can you believe what? it? I know oh, my it. God. we've got to, we've gotta close out our our time here, but um man, it was fun today.
2: It was great, and I've got, besides what we talked about bringing on the show next week about the contrast with the Mm -hmm. ice and the heat, I also have a recipe that I want to talk about next week, so don't let me forget, and this is something that's really going to help our listeners and maybe you and me sleep a little bit better. Ooh, I like that idea. Right? Which we know our sleep is really, really important, so Mm -hmm. uh, I want our listeners to stay tuned. Next week's going to be another really great, exciting show And next week, I just want to share, I think we may just for the the one week, we're moving the show to Wednesday instead of Thursday, but then we'll be back on track the following week.
1: Very good. All right. Well, folks, we're going to wrap it up today. This is Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman, the body guru. You can find him at TotalFitAndRehab.com. And this is Robin Pop, your host. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.
0: I know I'm wasting all my time I'm Standing in that coffee line That we've been sitting round the table Drinking job by the cup You know what? My lady wants me home But when it's down, I can't get up